Crude oil prices fell below $75 per barrel for the first time since 2021 yesterday. So what exactly happened? How will this impact India? Amid the ongoing geopolitical scenario in the world, where does India stand in terms of its global oil dynamics? Richa Mishra, Senior Associate Editor, explains. Hi, Richa. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi. Richa, yesterday we saw something really exceptional. Oil prices fell below $1.75 per barrel. And it happened for the first time since 2021. So what exactly happened? Why did it happen? Yes, oil prices always uh, tend to surprise us. We always try to conjecture as to what the exact trigger is or why it is happening. This time around, I go by what the market is saying. And, uh, you know, analysts like uh, uh, Esa Nulhak, who's the lead analyst at Refinitiv, are talking about. Then uh, it is a fear of the contagion uh, spreading again that is causing the trigger. We are seeing again people are talking about the virus and the spread. So that's one reason. Other is uh, issues or challenges being faced by the banks in the payment mechanism. We all know what is happening globally. The geopolitics is playing its own game. So that these are the two reasons which for the time being are being thought about as the trigger for this drop which we see. Okay, so as you mentioned about the bank crisis, with the ongoing SVB crisis, credit Suisse crisis, do we expect oil prices to fall further? No, not really. I mean, by banking crisis, I meant was the payment mechanism. Okay. So the price cap is in place, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Even us who are the regular buyers of mm. uh, Russian crude, we are also mm. facing challenges in payment. Mm. So mm. The, uh, the payment uh, and then the insurance. Do, uh, don't forget that the uh, kind of insurance which is required is mm. mostly done uh, by the European banks. Okay. Mm. The shipment of the crude. Mm. So the challenges are coming in there. Can you explain a bit about the challenges? So what happens is, uh, of course, uh, in case of Russia and India, Russia is giving us an assurance that the VLCC or uh, transportation responsibility will be theirs, you know, even the insurance bit. Otherwise, mostly when the crude is bought and, uh, you know, the car, uh, the shipment that happens, there is uh, the cost of uh, the VLCC, which matters. Uh, there's also a component of insurance which matters to bring in that oil, right? High waters and everything, you're coming through that. So uh, it becomes a challenge for us uh, there also. Now, uh, it requires a huge amount of insurance mm. cover, which mm. uh, our banks really don't have the wherewithal to uh, shoulder. And the experts in this are mostly European banks. Now, all of them are supporting sanctions, or most are supporting sanctions, right? Yeah. If the sanctions are in place, then uh, insurance becomes a challenge. Now, if the insurance is a challenge, how do you, even if the oil is available, how do you ship it? How do you bring it? Okay. That is where, and and this this, uh, bit is also part of the uh, landed cost of fuel, which you get at your, uh, you know, ports or uh, at at the place of uh, delivery. So the, the costs do matter. Mm, okay. 
So basically, lots of issues in taken into consideration for the oil price fall. Correct. Correct. All right. So now talking about what's happening, the SVB crisis, the credit Suisse issue, do we expect it to have a impact on the oil prices? I really don't think so because there are various other reasons, you know, which uh, affect the oil prices and mostly how the geopolitics pans out or how the producers are reacting to it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we should not uh, forget uh, uh, while too low a price uh, is not good for uh, the main producers like Saudi and others, it is not even good for Americans because the uh, entire shale industry will collapse hmm. if uh, the price is too low. Hmm. So everyone wants to sustain it at a level, right? Hmm. So that which is, and as the most conversation goes, that it should make the consumer also happy and the producer also happy. So uh, I don't think it will be very low. I mean, if we are talking about crude at 40 or 30, then no, I don't I don't really think it's happening in the immediate future. No, it is not. Maybe it will cruise around the ranges which it is there, but then no one predicts on oil. No one, and no one wants to predict on oil price. Hmm. So we have to wait and watch basically. Yes. Can we just say that it was a temporary fall or it's hard to make assumptions? Yeah, right now, as it seems, it's just a trigger. So it's like a hmm. movement has just happened. And will it have an impact on India? Of course, we are a huge consumer. So hmm. anything which is available cheap is good for us. Hmm. But India also has, uh, India, we, we are like uh, uh, import dependent heavily almost uh, a, uh, more than 80% import dependent, hmm. of which almost 30%, uh, close to 30%, I would say, uh, numbers last I heard was 27% is uh, from uh, Russia. Okay. So, you know, anything which is available cheap and serves our purpose, yes, hmm. we will buy it. And we, we also have our own dynamics of calculating the Indian basket. Hmm. What we call Indian basket is the price at which Indian refiners are, you know, getting the crude uh, and, you know, it, the entire uh, cost which they are uh, putting in. So we, we work it out. We have our own formula based on which, as on yesterday, uh, the crude uh, oil Indian basket was at, uh, say, 76.44 a barrel. Okay. One question, now with the Russia-Ukraine war, with sanctions, price cap, as you mentioned, the supply demand of oil is changing. Like for India, Russia has become one of the biggest uh, suppliers. So how would the situation change after the war? Will it, like, it must have a huge impact on India. See, uh, we must not forget one thing that India's energy policy this time, Hmm. India for once has paid attention to its demands, not getting influenced by what X or Y is telling us to do globally. Hmm. And if you notice one thing, even US has been just requesting us, but no, there has been no uh, pressure for us to not do it. Yes, there are things like price gap and you know payment mechanism and how do we get it in the way outs are being found but 
And India has stood its ground. We faltered in case of Iran. We did not stand our space. We, we buckled under pressure of uh, the international powers. But here in this situation, we have stood our ground. We need oil. We are import dependent. If something is available cheap to us and it serves our purpose, we will do it. Okay. So India has a way more stronger ground now? Yes. And you must not forget that had India and China not bought this Russian oil, the whole oil would have dried up. And the whole oil being dried up is it would have completely, you know, uh, fractured the market. The uh, demand and supply market would have got completely fractured. Hmm. And uh, that would have meant a major, major spike in international oil prices. Hmm. Because demand would have been way more higher than the supply. Hmm. Russia is one of the big producers. Hmm. So uh, India is actually helping in sustaining a proper pricing. So OPEC forecasted that there will be a growth in Chinese oil demand now that the country is eventually relaxing its COVID-19 restrictions. So how will it affect the oil prices? So uh, as I said, you have demand. Hmm. Uh, the prices, supply is available. Actually, it will balance out. We'll have a proper price. We, we won't see this kind of fluctuations in the market, which we see right now. And mm. the heavy world. I mean, we'll have a more stable market. Mm. You know, when Russia, when the, the big consumers, Russia, India. So if our demand is, uh, you know, uh, consistent and the supply remains consistent, it's good for the market. Mm. Okay, so my last question is, amid the geopolitical scenario going on in the world, yeah. where does India stand in the global oil dynamics? Yeah, so now India uh, for last few years has actually emerged as a very important player in the entire, uh, uh, you know, oil segment or hmm. energy segment, I would say, uh, by its sheer size and its demand. And as I just said earlier, everyone wants to uh, keep India happy because it's a very big market. Hmm. And you, you get a ready-made market, actually. I mean, you don't need to scout for any other market if you have India and China under you for, uh, you know, uh, as a market, under you as a market, I mean. So hmm. uh, basically, India is in a very, a very strong position. And uh, negotiating skills of India will be far better. Now it's up to India how well it can negotiate and get the uh, price out. Okay. So basically India has a bargaining ground for that matter. Yes, I, absolutely. All right, Richa. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you like our content, please subscribe and share. Thank you.